Alright, hello and welcome to the Reigning in Ray podcast, the spin-off podcast of the Basic Bible Podcast. This is where I take my friend Ray Jewel, set him off on a topic, and then rein him in when he gets too excited <laughs> and starts going off. But Ray, this is um, kind of like our September-October edition. Yeah, well, some things happened along the way. Yeah. <laughs> We've had some busy months here, so we're squeezing this one in. And we're sitting in a uh, wonderful mocha moment in yep. Gainesville, Wisconsin, by the fireplace, which unfortunately is not lit, no. but you know, it just makes me feel comfy, cozy, like, uh, yeah. you know, and it conjures up C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien. Should we Williams. be smoking a pipe? Well, you never know. Probably did he drink was a brandy or yeah. something like that. So we're here not drinking alcohol. Nope. And uh, we're also not drinking Coke. We are not. I went healthy. I got a smoothie. So um, we won't say what Kevin. Got. But not a Coke. <laughs> but not a Coke. Yeah. So if my wife is listening. Anyway, uh, we actually recorded this a while back. Except I found out he wasn't actually recording. My right. microphone settings were off, and so I wasn't really paying attention to that. So we're back here, and uh, the last one we recorded that we didn't record, we were talking about, we were driving back from Freeport, Illinois. That's correct. Where I was preaching at uh, the First Baptist Church of Freeport, and I preached twice there. Ray was kind enough to travel along with me, and he said he's been really needing a good nap, and so... Uh, well, I mean, I did in. work. I did work all night. So, <laughs> so uh, we wanted to do a podcast on preaching. Yeah. And so, Ray, uh, I think the first question I asked you, and even if it wasn't, it's going to be the first question I ask you now. Yeah. I mean, just get the last one <laughs> out of your mind. It's just going to be completely so, different. <laughs> tell us about. I want to hear about your first message, your oh, first yeah. sermon, and uh, how you've uh, hopefully oh, well, how you've improved since then. Well, let's see. It was, uh, in, I was in high school, so we're talking the, the decade of the 70s, the early part of that decade. 1870s or 1970s? 1970s. But uh, we, uh, I, I think it was like a youth Sunday, and they asked three of us to preach a sermon, or, you know, do a talk, 15 minutes or whatever. I don't remember. Hey, hold on. Pause for a second. 1970s. Early 70s or late 70s? Early 70s. So I was not even born at this time. Yeah. yeah I Continue. Mean, just, I want, we got to get the context. I just want to make sure everyone right. knew that. Yeah. I was not even alive at this yeah, time. Okay. Yeah. So, go ahead. Anyway, so. <laughs> In um, other words, Ray's old I, and I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, you know, the Beatles song did, yeah. did play it on my birthday, so. Uh, for those of you who are unaware, when I'm 64, the title of the song. Yeah, our listeners don't listen to the Beatles. So oh, is that right? <laughs> they're too holy for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we need to convert them then. Okay. Um, the, the thing is, um, the other two guys, their stepdad had been a preacher. So they got up there and presented this polished, really, you know, flowed well, whatever, sermon, both of them. And I got up, and what I'd done, and I 
done it by myself. It's just read passage of scripture after passage of scripture. I don't even remember the topic, but that's what I did for 15, 20 minutes. I just kept flipping to another passage to read with no exposition, no anything. You know, I mean, as I reflected on this the last time when we were coming back from Freeport, I'm like, actually, that's not such a bad thing. If you're reading from the Bible. At the very least, you're getting scripture. <laughs> you're getting scripture. So, uh, but, you know, so, um, Things uh, you know, changed from that. I uh, ended up going to Bible college to become, I guess, a preacher. Uh, and the, the person that taught us homiletics, or the, you know, how to preach, taught us a one-page outline. You know, using, you know, you've got your main points, you've got your thesis statement or proposition or whatever you want to call it, introduction and conclusion and all that stuff, and then you just had signposts along the way to tell you what you're talking about. Well, I discovered that uh, the reigning and reigning tendency is much needed, especially when I'm preaching. Because I could take a one-page outline and go for 30, 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. And because you do tend to talk a lot. And I, well, I tend yeah. to go off on bunny trails yeah. that interest me, but probably nobody else. So, in order to remedy that, or at least try to remedy that, I switched to a, a three-page, single-space, 12-font manuscript. And with my rate of speaking and that sort of thing, that that typically comes in at a 20-minute uh, sermon. Now, I mean, I had once I got was getting older, I couldn't see the 12 on. I blew it up to 16. Yeah. But you know, the point is still there. It, it's the same length. And, uh, so, is your is your typical message now about 20 minutes? 20 minutes. That's what I shoot for. So you're not reformed. You're an Armenian. Uh, yes. Reformed tradition. If you're not going 45 minutes, you're not even preaching. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> that, that, now, to me, that's 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 something you've got to do for Sunday school or teaching like a class <coughs> in a high school yeah. or something. That's 45 minutes. And, or you know, even at the college level, sure. I used to go for four hours a night. Now, I'm usually right now about 30 minutes or so because I'm used to preaching chapel at school. So you're, you're a reformed reformer. Sure. <laughs> or I'm not. I'm not hitting the reform standards as much as I think people would like. But I was recently at a church, and uh, uh, this pastor may be listening. I don't know, but he said, "You need an hour just to get out." I thought, "Oh man, um, that's not me anymore." Yeah. But I will tell you, the first time I ever preached, I was scared to death because I heard all these stories about you know I. My first time I ever preached, I preached everything I knew, and it was only five minutes or something. So I, I studied for this thing. It was a it was a prison ministry, so I was preaching to prisoners, and uh, I Ray, I, I kid you not, I went about an hour and a half. And there was supposed to be someone preaching after me too, who was pretty ticked off. Well, you know, you had a captive audience. Yes, I did have <laughs> literally captive audience. But man, I was like pulling illustrations from every book I could find. I was trying to. Any any exegetical point I can draw from this text, it was it was probably a horrible sermon. Um, 
Thank God for uh, memory loss. Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't think I. Thankfully, there was no recording in the prison. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I, I would have hate to have been those. Oh, imagine it'd be on Facebook this day. Oh day yeah, age. right. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah. But I remember that that was the first time I preached. But the first time I ever taught, I was asked to teach a lesson at a Bible camp that I'd gone to, and I was going to teach two lessons, and. I decided to do a two-part series about the love of God. That was fun. Until the night, uh, first service, the speaker, I was, I was only just dealing with a little teen class in the afternoon, but the evening speaker, the main speaker, got up that first night and he was like, listen, people, I'm preaching hard to you. Anybody could just preach on the love of God, but I'm preaching on whatever he's preaching. And it scared me to death. So I'm like, oh man, I can't preach on the love of God, so i got to preach on something I can I don't even know what I came up with, but it must have been terrible. Um, but so we've uh, we've both, I think, improved in our preaching. I would hope so. I hope so. Um, and uh, I, I'm curious, what does your sermon prep look like? What, what, take us behind the scenes. Uh, well, that has changed too. I mean, my go-to was. Finding the text first, I mean, I think it's advisable for the majority of the year to be series, mm. uh, whether it's a biblical series, right. or, you know, a Bible, going through a book of the Bible, or like a character, like I did a series once on David. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I mean, you're not covering all of what the Bible has to say, but you're hitting some of the highlights. Right. So I guess, you know, technically that would be a topical sermon, but I never treated it that way. Yeah. I always wanted the exposition, even if it's, if I'm just having like a one shot at, at the you know, yeah. Rock County or whatever, I'm still approaching it exegetically. Well, let's define our term. What do we mean, what do we mean by exegetically? Well, digging deeper into the text. Um, if you've got the ability to do translation work, yeah, that's advisable. And, you know, for me, it would take, I mean, for me to translate into Greek, especially now since I haven't been required to use it since seminary, it would take forever and I don't bother. But I do check out others who have that ability, use their commentaries. Yeah, you're looking at Greek tools and whatnot. Yeah, N.T. Wright and others do, will do their own translation work. And I find that helpful. Yeah. You know, if it's a scholar that's doing it, I, I'm, I'm a quasi-scholar. Quasi. Quasi. Okay, I like that term, quasi-scholar. <laughs> no, I, as long as I'm not a quasi-Christian, we're okay. Yes, okay. <laughs> but, uh, I uh, I really used to overemphasize commentaries. Yeah. To the point of verbatim and not always quoting kind of thing. You know, so that was you know much longer ago. Now I'm you know, <laughs> I've evolved uh -oh. some. To where you get that older coming out right now. I I I uh, take the text. You know, I mean, I have pretty much have an idea 
a sense of what I'm preaching on, if it's a one-shot thing or yeah. if it's something else, you know, if it's a series. <coughs> and I'll read through it through, if it's a book, a short book, especially in the Bible, I'll read through the whole thing and then I'll go back and look. I've always, I've always been big on word studies. Yeah. And looking at, for instance, let's talk about Philippians. You do a, a series on Philippians, you're going to be talking about joy a lot. The word joy or rejoice has been there at least a dozen times in a four chapter book. And we're having to talk over the machinery yeah. at multiple moments, but that's okay. I think it's about that. There, there we go. go. Okay. So, well, well okay, almost. it worked <laughs> It just died. <laughs> but the, the thing is, then, you want to see how Paul fleshes that out in how it's used elsewhere in the scriptures. So it's important to get the text, the context oh, yeah, yeah. of what's going on. So even if you're preaching just a one message, yeah. uh, one you know, you're not preaching a series, but just preaching one message, you still want to look at the rest of the book right. and make sure um, it's within the context of what Paul or whoever else is saying. Right. And, it, and, it, and it's also important to have a sense of what was going on to who he was writing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, we have a huge discussion about the role of women in the church, and I, I look at First uh, Timothy, and I look at the context. Timothy was in Ephesus. Ephesus was the capital of the worship of Diana or Artemis, the goddess, you know, of uh, whatever she was goddess of, and women were coming out of that cult and entering the church and they weren't used to this new way of doing things but a lot of people will just if women are not allowed to speak in the church boom without doing a historical context or looking at what the rest of scripture has to say about that topic well I'm going to rein you in here because we have talked about this topic yeah um, and I'm going to disagree you and I disagree on this I know we do Um, (laughs) and you know it's okay for you to be wrong Always. But, um, so I want to get back to the idea of just exegetical. Yeah. The idea of exegetical is you want, to, you want the text to speak for itself. The, the text, in its proper context, to speak for itself. In other words, I'm not looking for a verse or passage to back up what, I'm, what, I, what I think. Right. So I want scripture. I, so the main point of my message should be the main point of that passage. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not the other way around. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, and I've, I've seen a lot of oh, the other no, way around, yeah, unfortunately. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's rampant not only in preaching, but in writing and people who have their axes to grind about certain topics. You know, and that, that's, one, that's a huge reason why to preach through doing yeah. series and stuff, because then you're... You're preaching on what's next. You're not, right. You're not figuring out. Well, okay. How can I make this fit me? You're letting the word right. speak to you before. And you what I like about that word. is that you're going to cover topics you may not otherwise be covering. Right. Exactly. Because That's I don't always want to cover everything. Yeah. But as I'm going through the text, you know, I may be convicted about something that. You, okay, that's coming up next. To be to be that. honest, to be true to the text, you can't help but do it that way. Yeah. You know, if you if you want to be a controlling megalomaniac from the pulpit. You can do that, but you're not being true to the text yeah. when you're doing that. 
And the other thing that you have to exegete is your congregation. You need to know your audience. Yeah. I remember a commercial that's always stuck with me that Jerry Seinfeld did once for a credit card company. Yeah. He went to he went to England, and the, the commercial starts with him up on stage telling all these jokes, yeah. and the, the crowd's dying on him because they don't get it because he's using American jokes. So he goes on a road trip, and he's listening to all the stories and capturing what makes people laugh and stuff. So yeah. he goes back and he starts telling those jokes, and it's like a completely different thing. I mean, right. knowing who you're speaking to yeah. is crucially important. And you know, the problem in a church often, most of the time, if it's a healthy church especially, you're going to have all kinds of age groups there. Yeah. So the, the time that you need to take is to use an illustration or something that's going to connect with all right. everybody that's listening. And that's not easy, No. but necessary. So typically, how much time goes into a ritual sermon? How much prep work, time, study time? Well, back in the day, I was told, I, I think, by the homiletics professor or maybe somebody else, one hour for each minute hmm. that you're preaching. I, I try, I, I really, I seriously tried to do that. Yeah. I don't anymore. Um, five, depending on what the topic is, I mean, there are certain ones that I'm pretty well versed on. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll look at it again just to make sure that, you know, I, you know, if I need to change some thinking or whatever yeah. and whatnot, but, so if it's something that I'm really, you know, done a lot of study in five hours a week, if it's something more, it could be up to ten. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Back in the day, when I had the time, before I was married, I would say, typical message, 20 hours. Um, I don't have that kind of study time anymore. No. But I also, you know, I would say about 10, 10 hours or so for a typical message for me. But I try to overlap what I'm already doing in school. So I'm teaching through the Old Testament, or I'm teaching a chapel message, or I'm so I, I, that 10 hours wouldn't include prep time I've already put in. Right. Um, and that's smart. That's smart yeah. to do that. I was just going to Wait, say. Wait, you just called me smart. I want everyone to, I, I want to make sure we, we get this. I know there's a lot of background noise. Ray Jewell just called me smart. Okay. Well, actually what he did was smart, but. Um, no, we're going with me smart. <laughs> I, uh, like, yeah, I'm. I think this is a good idea, what you're saying, but also, if you're spending your time devotionally yeah. in the same right. passage, who knows how the Spirit's going to right. speak to you, right. uh, but if you're not, if you're not in the Word, yeah. more than likely the Spirit's not talking to you, because yeah. the Spirit's the author of the Bible, right. or God is, which God's very, you know, I mean, we don't want to get into all that right yeah. now, <laughs> but... Although is, we should on the Basic Bible Podcast. We, well, you got about a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. We, we, <laughs> I mean, and then we'll still get around to, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. All we know is what God's revealed to us in the Word. 
not necessarily in our dreams. All right, so let's change topics here. Let's do so. While we're still in the, the topic of preaching, though. Okay. I want to ask you where you think a lot of modern preaching goes off the rails. Where are the mistakes oh, and problems? Well, I have heard of, and actually I've heard people who preach not even use Bible. Yes. Which brings up a, a very important question. If you're not using the Bible, are you preaching? No. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, I've heard it said that uh, the Word of God is not even read in, in worship, yeah. in corporate worship. I'm like, okay, same question. Right. right. If it's not no Bible read in worship, is it worship? Yeah. I don't think no. so. Um, so that's that's a big one. And then the the advent of <coughs> the moralistic therapeutic yeah. style. You know, I'm here to self-help you, to medicate you, to to make you feel good about yourself. The Bible is all about don't judge. We yeah. talk about that in our misused scripture. Yeah. Uh, don't you know? But feel good, feel happy. Always be happy. Well, I'm sorry. Pretty much every page of the Bible has suffering involved in it. Well, and you know what? If you're in sin, you shouldn't be happy. Correct. Exactly. And you need a preacher who will confront you on that. And but and yet doing it in a way, you know, I think Paul really hits it on the head for a lot of pretty much any time we talk, we are to speak the truth in love. Yeah. You know, I mean there's a lot of and it's always seems to be the uh, the ones who just speak the truth that yeah. get in the news, you know, there are like you know, unmentioned church that goes around to gay funerals and yeah, protests. Yeah, uh, Westboro Baptist. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to bring it up, but because I'm not Baptist, but since you well, are, yeah, I'm not that kind of Baptist. Well, no, we'll no, no. Make sure I, we get so, that on the yeah, right. on the record here. <laughs> right, I mean that that you know, or, well, but then you got the other end of the spectrum. All it is is about love. Yeah. All we need is love. Oh, another Beatle not, reference. Not, man, what is this? And the thing is, that isn't biblical either. Yeah. Somehow, God is a God of justice and love, disappointment, and all those things mixed together, and that's yeah. what our preaching should reflect. Well, in his correction and his confrontation is grounded in love. Right. We're not here just to condemn people, but we want the people to see their sin and therefore see the grace of God all the more. Yeah. You know, where sin abounds, grace well, is much and, more. Well, I mean, it's, it's not my job to condemn or convict. That's up to the Holy Spirit. Right. It's my job to be honest to the gospel. You deliver the, the message. Mm -hmm. You deliver the message. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I am God's and that, I mean, this is frightening to me. Whenever I preach, I am God's spokesman. Yeah. And that's that's a frightening thing. It's whenever Because I know I me. A, I know. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror, and I can say, you're a hypocrite, and be completely honest. Right. I do the same thing. I get look in the mirror, and I say, Ray is a hypocrite. <laughs> but, no, I, but every time I get up, and I, and I open the Word of God, there's a part of me that's like, whoa, yeah. this is pretty serious stuff here. Right. Who am I to be saying anything? 
Yep. Yeah, and and that's the attitude that we should have. Yeah. You know, a humble, uh, filled with awe and wonder. We just, I can't imagine, I cannot fathom why God loved me so much that he did what he did for me. Because yeah. I know me. I know me right. better than anybody else knows me. I know my, my, uh, my, my habitual sin. Yeah. I know the the times that I'm too facing a hypocrite. And you know, let, let's focus on that. Not 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 on you, <laughs> <laughs> But um, just when whenever whoever your pastor is or whoever the preacher is, you're listening to. You're listening to a sinner. You're listening to a man who is trying to point you to Jesus, not himself. Or you should be listening right. to a man. I mean, if you're not, go find another church. Yeah. Um, we're not up here trying to say, listen, follow my example. Do what I do. Um, we're here to say, listen, What's going on, guys? I'm an imperfect person just like you are. Yeah. But let me point you to the person who is perfect. Well, and that's, you know, that's pretty much what Paul says. Yeah. You know, if you imitate me, because he does say imitate me, but as I imitate you. Right. And that's, that's the thing. We are, we are, just by the nature of being a leader in the church of God, we are to be imitated. Yeah. But only when we are reflecting Christ. Right. I mean, don't imitate my problems and my foibles and my... Yeah, your Armenianism and stuff like well, that. Right. Yeah. Now you're getting your you're, you're stepping on my you're your egalitarianism. So yeah, we don't want to follow that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I almost said when you said uh, man preaching, I said, well, and a woman. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. yeah, you got me, you got me. Um, it's just not your, it's just not your, your you, you, uh, I keep uh, having you talk about it. I think your your understanding a little bit more. But, yeah, uh, well, at that point. All right, well, um, we're This we're is coming. why we have to rain Ray in. We get off topic. Yeah, and sometimes I need to be rained in, but this is my podcast, so. You can do whatever you I want to. I do whatever Even I though want. it's got my name to it. No, yeah, well, this one does. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> he's, right. he's got the machine, so. I'm just using you to get listeners. Ah, so that I'm just stealing, how's, that, how's that going for you, I'm Kevin? just stealing your popularity I see. and your I, name. And so how's that going for you? So. I bet you it's worse off now than it was before. <laughs> well... I, I have been taking all the royalties for myself. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, okay. Well, you know. But anyway. <laughs> all right, well, we Nothing have, uh, from nothing leaves nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we I think we've done a lot. I, I don't know. This, this conversation was probably just as good as the one we recorded before. We kind of thought the same. I, I spoke to um, And I'm even forgetting exactly all the things we talked about. The I last was one. primarily... But we're not going to remember that. We're not going to focus on that. No, no. We'll focus on what we've been able no, to do. No, you brought here. it up again. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So we've been here at Mocha Moment in Janesville, uh, Wisconsin. I'm hoping they'll do a uh, corporate sponsorship of this. We've, we've already run into a few people now. I was hoping uh, Aaron White was here. He yeah. Was, uh, I, mean, I was hoping he'd walk over. Him, we invited him over, but he, uh, he's too good for us. I guess. Um, well, he's, he's one of those 
You know, I'm one of those Calvinists. I know, but you're a Calvinist. And actually, we're going to be doing a whole series on Calvinism. Yeah. And Aaron White has already recorded stuff with us. Not surprising. Uh, not with us, but with me. Uh, and uh, Ray and I are going to be recording some stuff on that. Uh, Ray's going to give the rebuttal. And uh, not that there could be. Well, uh, I mean, it's, it, now you're starting like the politics where, you know, the president speaks and the other side rebuts. So we'll give Ray a chance to respond to all this, and Ray and I will discuss our Does that thoughts. mean I have to listen to it all again? I think you'd learn a lot. <laughs> and maybe God will bring you under conviction. So, all right, well, oh, Lord. I think we're going to wrap things up here. And uh, so thanks for listening. We'll Hopefully we'll do one in November. Um, Hopefully. We skipped over September, but... Uh, that, you know, life happens. School started was yeah. part of the reason. I was working crazy hour jobs, which I'm no longer there, so that's a good thing. I'm, this so, is day one, and I feel tons better already. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thank you all for listening, and don't forget to check out our website at www.basicbiblepodcast.org. And uh, we're going to continue Ray's series on um, misused Bible verses. Which is also the series we're doing on the podcast. So with the blog and the podcast, uh, you want to check out both of those. And uh, check us out on Twitter at Basic Bible Cast as well. So have a rest of great rest of your month, which is only a day. Only one more day. So it's it's Halloween tomorrow. Or All Reformation Saints. Day. All Reformation. 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 Yeah. We're, we're sick of Reformation Day. Better with that. This is where I. Didn't we talk about that last year? We might have. This is where I don my monk's robe for tomorrow. Yeah. I don't shave my head. Well. But we do play uh, at my classroom. We play uh, pin the thesis on the door. That would be cool. I like that. So. You got you got ninety five. Uh, yeah, we don't get through all ninety five <laughs> in class. But. Anyway, we're we're supposed to be wrapping up, so we're gonna yeah. wrap up. So. Uh, we're done. We are. <laughs>